171? 171, bro. That's crazy. Episode 171, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Yeah, we about to get busy. What's going on, Josh? I'm chilling, bro. Um, You know, trying to put these little finishing touches on the... Uh, on the documentary that we've been, you know, working on. It's got, it, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of love too, because it kind of falls into about a year. Yeah. Um, of working, working, working on. actually on footage stuff, you know right. what I mean? Right. We got a movie coming out, yo. That's crazy. That's yes. so crazy. Yeah. We're going to, um, for folks who might not know, um, yeah, new listeners. Yeah. We, uh, shot a documentary in India. Um, our homie Raj, aka Lush Life, was on tour out there. Uh, Josh rolled and shot this uh, beautiful documentary. We're talking with street artists. We're talking with MCs. You know, folks who do sneaker conventions, like all kind of stuff. Just getting like the color and feeling of India's uh, hip hop community, and also you know covering Raj and his whole journey touring in India. And we're gonna do. We're gonna. We did three cities. We did Mumbai. Delhi and Bangalore, uh, and we're gonna put those. We're gonna break the documentary up into episodes and air it on our Vivo channel. So I'm like, yeah, super excited about that shit. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're putting a little final touches on it. You're doing a mix down of uh, the audio, the voiceover. Yeah. Um. Uh. I'm. I was placing music that's finished up now. Now I'm just like doing a little sound mix on like some of the audio for interviews and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, putting a little final, you know, little finishing touches on that. And, you know, it's been about a year working on it. Um, in final cut, uh, I started it right when fucking lockdown started. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> and now um you know just putting the finishing touches on it and it'll it'll be up soon man we'll we'll have the little fine the little you know the little final product ready to go real soon yeah i'm excited man, for I'm people ex- to see it because we've been like talking about it for a while we've been like telling folks like yo we're making a movie but it's like we're in the home stretch right now yeah definitely and it's you know for me it's like one of the first big endeavors i like tried to tackle as a creative like you know what i mean um so i'm excited about that um and excited to share the experience of like being over there um right and that's uh, what i want people to see like to yeah actually see what happened over there yeah yeah because it was it was fucking amazing so um it was a great experience um and so i you know and like every time I watch it, I get to relive it a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I, you know, um, it's visceral in the sense that like I can even watch certain scenes and I can remember the smell. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like I remember like we're watching some like I'll be watching a piece of it and I'm like, oh, I remember I was doing this, 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 this. You know what I mean? Like you get those kind of visceral feelings and um, you know, I can't wait for people to see some of that stuff and like. Um, see how different things are, but then also see how familiar some things can be too. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
so it's dope and like i'm really excited for people to check it out um and then see how much work we got we had to put into it like dog i was placing the music and like because we had a temp version of this done we've had a temp version of this done for a little while Mm -hmm. um and uh so we had temp music in and then when i was replacing the music over the last week two weeks or so I was like, holy shit, I didn't realize how much music was in this. Right. right. <laughs> and how much I got to fucking take out and replace, man. Like, I was like, fuck, man. I got to, like, um, replace so much shit in here. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I you know, I, I had a good time doing it. So, um, um, and also, like, it's crazy because... So, you know, we do these, you know, we'll have a video now go up on Vivo every week mm-hmm. and shit like that. Um, um, and I do the, the the video editing for that stuff. This project is what got me to do the video editing. Right. Like, learn, learn to, to do edit. video. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned how to do video editing because I was like, we got to, I want to finish this documentary. Right. And so that also turned to, you know, that turned into doing the the thing with vivo like that stuff doesn't you know we wouldn't had video to to do we would have had to learn to do fucking video editing again to do yeah so all this stuff kind of like i think you know life follows certain waves you know what i mean and like i had to learn to do video editing to work on this documentary and now that turns into i do the video edits now for each week for us yeah yeah it's interesting um I I didn't when we when we you know started working on this and and we were like yo we're gonna make a documentary I didn't sell it short I didn't think the the workload I didn't sell short I wasn't like oh documentary psh, it'll be a breeze but I didn't anticipate just how much work this shit takes you know what I'm saying yeah. and it's been three of us you know what I mean working on this thing. Uh, is like the core three to uh, make this film, and yeah, it just I I didn't realize just how much effort it was. Like when y'all came back from India, like I couldn't go; I got sick. Uh, mm-hmm. Some folks know, um, like right before we were supposed to dip, <laughs> I got sick yeah. and couldn't Literally. go. You know what I'm saying? But um, when when y'all came back and y'all had the footage and. Uh, it was like on a, a terabyte drive and we're all going through like picking through scenes and like logging it, like logging like, oh, this was shot here and this, you know what I mean? Like logging different scenes to prep it to be edited later. I was looking like, fuck, this is a lot of footage. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, yes. that's, that's kind of the moment when I was like, oh yeah, this is like, this is literally making a movie. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's, it requires a lot of effort. Yeah, and originally we didn't know how we were gonna like do that. Like, uh, so much of this was kind of like not up in the air, but it was the whole situation was kind of like last minute thing. Like for folks who don't know, um, you know, we were approached to do this uh, about a month and a half before we were supposed to, to go do it. Right, right. Um, and you know, so it, a lot of it was like on the fly, and we were learning to do things, and you know. You know, John, you are a journalist, a music journalist, and you do a shit ton of interviews. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's what you do. I never have done that stuff before. Um, and so when you got sick and couldn't go, I legit had a panic attack of like, well, who the fuck, how are we going to do this? Because I'm not a fucking journalist. Like I'm not somebody who interviews people on a regular. Yeah. I legit had to learn to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I couldn't even, because of how sick you were, I couldn't even lean on you to like, you know what I mean? And yeah. on top of that, we in a whole other country. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like I was hours and hours. Of, yeah. Hours and hours <laughs> difference. Um, shout out to your partner, Liz. I mean, she was like, oh, you know, if you have any questions, like, let me know and blah, 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 blah. Um, so like she was, she was like trying to reach out and be a helping hand of just like, you know, but, um, it was, it was like, oh, well, I got to learn to do this on the fly and I got to figure this out on the fly. Yeah. Um, and then like when we got the footage back, it was like, okay, like how do we put this together? Like I've never fucking edited a bunch of footage to get like we were in straight in a position of like, okay, well, we've never had it, you know, we've never done this before. So yeah. it was a learning experience in that in that sense too. Like you said, like we got all this footage back and was like, holy, how do you put all this Magic. together? Yeah. <laughs> into a fucking and, and make it a cohesive story and um do it. And the crazy thing is we started to work on it a couple years ago um, and, like, really make it a thing. And, you know, because of, like, business stuff and, like, great things, it got interrupted. Yeah. Yeah. So cool shit happened, but it, it, it yeah. also kind of, uh, not derailed, it kind of, like, shifted the focus. Yes, exactly. Um, and... It was then like, you know, we we were like, yeah, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. And we had to put it on hold. And then finally, like last year, you know, as fucked up as like the virus is and as fucked up as like, um, you know, it's made the world. It was also it was an ability. It gave me the ability to sit down and focus and be able to work on this um, and really get like a good edit together and then like work with you and Raj about like writing this and um, getting, you know, voiceover and fucking get an audio mix on this and, and find music for this and do all those kind of things that, um, you know, <clears throat> if the world was still moving, who knows? Right. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, I, I'm super excited for people to check this out. Um, you know, we've talked about it before, but, you know, we're in a home stretch now. Like, literally home stretch. Yeah. So. Yeah, this shit's going to be cool. And people, I think that uh, Vivo, we, we've been talking to some other folks, too, about mm -hmm. uh, distributing it. But I think that uh, airing it in parts on our Vivo channel is going to be really cool. People are going to... Uh, it's going to look good. It's going to feel good. And I think people are going to resonate with it. Yeah. 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 Um, it's also, I tried to make it as in the edit, um, a, almost a little love letter to like Anthony Bourdain's style of stuff that he did. And yeah, yeah. like, um, I hope that resonates when people watch it. Like, you know what I mean? It is kind of a little love letter to, you know, projects that Anthony Bourdain's worked on because, you know, for me, Bourdain is like up there. Yeah. You know what I Big mean? fucking influence stylistically yeah. and, and the, the way that he approached 
you know, obviously a, a white man going around the world, you know, taking in the cultures of, of people everywhere can be like, you know, inherently problematic. But I don't think he ever like ran away from that shit. And I think that he addressed like how colonialism impacted, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the places that he visited. That stuff comes into play when you're, you know, Westerners as we are, you know, going to other places. You know what I mean? Yeah. The shit is not just, you know, uh, a cool locale to go to. You know what I mean? Like there's history mm-hmm. there. There's culture there. And with this film, we tried to uh, show a lot of that and, and talk about it. Absolutely. I think um, one of the things we talked about before we first talked about doing this, um, we talked about going like, hey, listen, we don't want to make poverty porn. Oh, no. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, we don't want to. And like, those are things that you can do. Like, you know what I mean? And and it's one thing I learned working with this is like, hey, man, you shape narrative and like you can make this what you want it to be. And if you decide that's what you want to do, like, listen, then there's stuff that, you know. It, there's shit to be made that way but like we didn't want to do that we wanted to be really respectful um of how we covered it and how we um talked about things and not make it a situation of like oh man look at this look how look how fucked up things are like isn't that crazy and like just like we didn't want to be safari like you know what i mean we didn't want to be on a safari while we were doing this we wanted it to be respectful of the places we were and i think it really accomplishes that and i think um I think it's uh I think it gives people a really good view and I think it gives it, you know I think uh, me personally I do think it gives like a really good light of like what culture is there like what youth culture and hip hop culture is there. Yeah. Absolutely. Um right, so yeah, so when we when we have like uh the full thing done and when it's was it's going up we'll we'll talk about it again on the yep. show and um you know tweet it out all crazy and, and bother y'all <laughs> about it Absolutely. you know what i mean and promote this shit because you can't you know scared money don't make money you know what i'm saying because you oh. can't i be seeing motherfuckers put some shit out and they be like oh man I'll, i don't really want to post too much about this nah fuck that if i did nah, we flood the timeline yeah yeah that's all we talking about you know what I'm absolutely saying? absolutely um so we get to some news this week. Uh, did you see uh, Jay-Z sold off a large, like the majority shareholder uh, chunk of title? I did. I did. Yeah, to Square. The, yeah, yeah, to Square. Uh, predictably, the timeline was uh, very angry about it. Niggas <laughs> yeah, yeah. was like, how, how dare you, Jay-Z? sell off your piece of title i'm more <laughs> mad at the brooklyn nets thing than this shit you know what i'm saying i don't give a shit if he owns a streaming service or not you know what i mean yeah i mean i i'm interested to see where it goes he sold it to squares and he's gonna be he's gonna be like on the board now for square yeah um which if folks don't know it's still it's like square started as like the the thing that you can um like plug it to your phone so you can like people can like pay you mm-hmm. on the go type thing. Yeah. Um, I also think they own Cash App. I'm pretty sure right. from the article I was reading, they own Cash App as well. Do they own Twitter? Um, Somebody said they own Twitter. Yes, too. Jack Dor. Well, Jack Dorsey's like the head of Square, who and he owns Twitter. Wow. Okay. Um, 
So when you see that title Twitter integration come in, <laughs> don't get like <laughs> don't be don't surprised. surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Um which, you know, I'm interested. Um their platform has never was never the greatest. I have title. Um mm-hmm. but because originally title was the only place you could get Prince's uh catalog. Yeah. Um so I originally had titles because I wanted Prince's catalog to be able to listen to. So um I got title. Uh, and you know, it also was the place where it was like sold as like, oh, well, this is the place where like artists have some ownership in their, in their, in their stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, they do title does pay more royalties than and the other streaming services does. At least that's the breakdowns I've seen. Um, you know, it's still pennies on the dollar compared to what they should be making. Right. Um, and supposedly it's going to, uh, continue that it's still going to continue to be like you know artists driven and artists owned and blah 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 blah. we'll see you know what i mean um we'll see if that continues um and i'm but i'm interested to see like how their platform changes some with like uh you know now that like square and twitter ceo you know what i mean has it and their programmers and what they can do to change the the platform yeah yeah, I think um, that um you know, more priority in my mind is there should be more priority on the conversation of how people or how creative people get paid through streaming mm-hmm. as opposed to like who owns it. Maybe is maybe yeah. the two are related, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but um probably. You know, we need to talk about that more than like then Hove, like people's legitimately mad, like Hove doing, like he, you know, Jay Z told y'all who he is, like he, he out for paper. Man. I'm a business man, <laughs> like, like I don't know why every six months niggas are surprised. <laughs> and then I, I'm, I'm being, I'm being slightly unfair because I think some people aren't surprised. They just don't like the thing that Jay did. So you yeah. know, that, that's the thing too. But it just, you know, I. I can't be bothered by that specifically. That's just me, how I feel. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, all that shit is above my pay grade anyway, in a sense right. that like, you know, I can't, I'm not going to complain about that shit. I, I, listen, man, I'm not in the boardroom making them deals. So like, I know supposedly what happened was a few weeks, a few actually like a month or two ago, there's reports of like Jack Dorsey's on a yacht with Jay-Z and shit like that. And they were like, Oh, what could they be meeting about? And apparently it was this. Um, So I'm not on them yacht for those meetings. So like, I'm worried about like what I'm trying to get off. Um, You know, if we want to have the bigger discussion of like, Hey man, should anybody be worth the money that Jay and fucking Jack Dorsey are worth? That's a conversation I'm perfectly ready to have and, and to talk about. But to, to be like, oh, man, Jay shouldn't be doing that or who owns this or this, that, or third, or he shouldn't have sold it to them. I don't know, man. Those aren't those aren't discussions that I'm in the pay, you know, I'm in the pay bracket to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm trying to get into a, the discussions of like, yo, I'm trying to get this done. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> trying to get this paper. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get my bag. So, you know, hey, listen, man, it is what it is. His parent, he sold off 50% of his, um, off Ace of Spade, too. Yeah, I peeped that. I peeped that. Yeah. Did that, like, 
two weeks ago. So like in the last two weeks, and the, the value for the Ace of Spades thing was crazy. Yeah. I forget exactly what it was, but it was like crazy bag. Why is he selling so, off uh, like stakes and shit? I wonder. I, well, okay, so I'm I'm assuming he took a huge loss this year from Live Nation, from the uh, rock, uh, rock Nation shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Because, you know, not just himself in show money or whatever, but like all the artists that he essentially has like some part of through management and like shit like that. And um, his collaboration, Rock Nation is a collaboration with Live Nation. So like Live Nation probably lost a shit ton of money because there's just no money being made this past year in concerts and shit like that. Right. So, you know, even if it's like little breakdowns for like all these artists that are part of Rock Nation, they're, you know, it's, it's you know, it's pennies on the dollar for all that shit. Hey, all those pennies add to fuck up after a while. So yeah. I wonder if it could be that situation where he's just like, hey, you know, you know, we lost fucking 90 million this year because of the Rock Nation thing. We weren't able to do shows. Um and you know selling off this selling off that also you know businesses like that money's made by buying acquiring them lower at a lower cost and then flipping them later down the line Mm -hmm. um you know he made a ton of money selling off title like because he acquired it for fairly you know relatively cheap i say cheap in the sense of like a few million as opposed to like flipping it for like 200 and some million now right so I, I guess it's that situation too, where it's like, hey, you buy a business, you build the business to a certain point, and then you sell that shit off. Yeah, I was gonna say it's the game, you know, yeah. buy it low, sell it high. Mm-hmm. And then also yeah. his, you know, his him being attached to a thing is likely gonna raise the profile, raise the Absolutely. value of it. So yeah, it it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, dog, his name, like, there's you know, there's been a lot of like a lot of talk of like, oh, well, who the impact he held, I mean, folks wasn't drinking, nobody I knew was drinking Belvedere before him and fucking <laughs> Dane was in the videos with bottles of Belvedere. Like, right. Right. they just weren't. You know, you, dog, like, you know, fucking Rockaware was huge. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I mean? You remember when motherfuckers was wearing them big-ass button-ups? With the candy stripes on them and shit. Yes. The long ass, your cuffs is this fucking long. Yeah. Up, up to the bending your wrist. That was Hove. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, dog, he started wearing throwbacks in the videos. All of a sudden, like, yo, Mitchell and Ness. <laughs> like, Man. I hope he, I hope, I hope he got a bag from Mitchell and Ness, dog. Man. Like, shout out to Mitchell and Ness. You know what I mean? They a Philly brand. Like, yeah. you know, they a Philly owned company. Yeah. Um, y'all know who was getting y'all paper, dog. I mean, listen, they went from a tiny shop, I think, on Walnut. Mm-hmm. I think the original shop was on Walnut. They went from like a very small store. Like if you used to go in there, it was a small little store. It was not. Now they have like a whole showcase piece in in Center City, Philly. Like yeah. it was a tiny little shop that then like because. Jay blew that brand up, and right. you know what I mean. 
So I think after a while, he learned that like, oh, why am I going to, I'm not just going to be blowing these brands up and not having a piece of them. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, he, cause he still, he still has that piece of do say that like they to supposedly that shit has like crazy went up in value mm-hmm. from when he bought it. Yeah, um, so like you said, I wasn't hearing shit about Doucet years no. ago <laughs> at all. No, no, he, he, you know, he's the one who's like built, you know, he's built a shit ton of brands. Excuse me, he's built a shit ton of brands up, yeah. and um, like you said, him's his name attached to it. Like, I mean, he owned a very little piece of the Brooklyn Nets, but like they sold that shit on him, right? Right. You know what I mean? They were like, yo. Hove is like the face of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, makes sense. I mean, you know, I'm glad he's getting his his bread out of it. You know what I mean? So, you know, you know, shout out to Jay on that. You know, he's not a businessman. He's a business (laughs) man. You're a capitalist, but we love you, Hove. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we we, we fuck with you. Yeah. Listen, man, hard knock life, dog. You know what I mean? His name is Socks. The Eagles, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, uh, so on another note, um, we have a couple movies to talk about this week. Um, coming to America uh, was released <laughs> on uh, on streaming services this week on Amazon this week. Yeah, yeah. Um, came out thir- actually leaked the day early, right? Came out on Thursday, right? Motherfuckers was spoiling it. Like <laughs> damn near midweek. I'm like, how yeah. y'all niggas seeing this shit? Yeah, so it came out like a little, I think they dropped it a little. I think it leaked, and then Amazon was just like, yo, here it is. It like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um you know, people get get screeners and shit like that. So it may have right. like, you know what I mean? You know, we we might have got a couple screeners here and there every once in a while. You know, no, we you might know. be moving into that game, baby. Yeah, um, in that same space, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Getting shit before the rest of y'all niggas, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh so it came out um and oh man, I was seeing some like really negative shit for it. Like I was hyped to wake up. I was I was I was hyped. I was gonna get up Friday. Yeah, yeah. Um I had carved out space in my day to be get up. Watch WandaVision's uh, finale, mm-hmm. and then I was gonna watch Coming to America. Right, and I was like, "Yo, I'm hype!" Blah blah blah. I got up, and first of all, shouldn't have been happening on Twitter first thing in the morning anyway, because I fucking was gonna get spoiled for WandaVision. Like, I don't know yep. why I did that. Yeah. Um, but I got up and I and I saw like one of the first posts on my timeline was about fucking Coming to America, and mm-hmm. I was just and it was like negative, and I was just like. <laughs> Oh man. So I watched WandaVision and then I went back on Twitter so I you know see what the discussions were and I, it just was like a steady stream of like negativity toward um coming to America. Yeah. And I was like, "Damn, man, like it had really brought it brought me down. Like it it really had me to the point where I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch it now." Yeah. Motherfuckers have been trying their damn this. I I don't listen like I'll say it like this. With films me personally, I like what I like. Mm-hmm. Films, music, other people's. Like if somebody says like, yo, this is a dope film. Or this is a dope piece of music. I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. But like my threshold for like considering other people's opinions on a thing is like, I don't know, that would be low, whatever. Low or high, I don't know. Um, basically, 
if if like motherfuckers are like, yo, this is trash, blah blah, blah it won't like deter me from mm-hmm. like watching a thing. You know what I'm saying? But people have been like trying their damnedest to make sure that other people don't <laughs> watch this yeah. movie. It's it's been like fascinating to see. I don't know what niggas expected out of this though. You know what see, I'm saying? That, and that was my thing. So I was seeing a lot of people like, oh, it's not funny and this, da, da, da. And I'm like, all right, well, I never expected it to be the original. Like, I, yeah, I, it never was going to be that. It's a classic. Yeah, it was never going to be that. First of all, a lot of those jokes, there's a lot of jokes in that that just, A, won't play in 2021. Like, it just doesn't work that way. Right. Um, simply on the simple fact of like, hey, he come, you know, Prince Akeem comes to America and he doesn't like understand a lot of American culture. Well, it's 2021. The fucking internet existed for like 30 fucking years. And you know what I mean? Like people understand culture in other countries. Like, you know what I mean? Like American culture and American pop culture has fucking spread the world over. Mm-hmm. So, the idea that like oh somebody would have no idea what was going on in another country just doesn't it doesn't work the same anymore um so i was like i don't you know i i kind of was like i wasn't sure what it was going to be um but you know and this is full spoilers ahead from here um uh i really enjoyed it oh me and Liz were laughing we watched it uh Last night, yeah, that's you know when I watched I mean? it. Last we night. we went and got uh, this. We recording this on Sunday, um. So Saturday, we went down South Street. We like you know, grabbed a couple things. We went to like Ishka Bibbles and grabbed cheesesteaks. She had never had a cheesesteak from Ishka Bibbles. Yeah, I saw she posted that. You yeah, know what I mean, so we went like grabbed like uh, Ishka Bibbles. We grabbed uh, two locals, which is like a black owned like local beer uh, brewery. Mm-hmm. So we grabbed like some brews, we grabbed cheesesteaks, and we sat and watched it, and we were laughing. We were laughing at it. We were like, oh, there goes so-and-so, there goes such and such. Da, 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 da. Like we thoroughly enjoyed that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, you know, I I I did see one one person, uh, I can't think of who it was, uh, made a critique. They were like, yo, so this whole premise is like based around like a rape, essentially. It was uh, because they were saying that um, they got Eddie Murphy like intoxicated, drunk, shit, and uh, Leslie Jones like assaulted him, which is like completely valid. You know what I mean? But like with the the comedic aspect of it, and people saying like, "Oh, the jokes weren't funny." Da 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 da. All right, man. I didn't expect this to be like the original one. I understand people one don't have to lead to the other like it don't mean that because people found the jokes not funny don't mean that they expected it to be like the original but i just i don't know maybe i was like ready to like this shit and ready to have fun Is, am i gonna like re-watch it like i've rewatched the original many many times over the years probably not but like no. it's it was it was it was worth my time you know what i'm saying and like i laughed at the shit and I love seeing, um, you know, Morgan Freeman and James Earl Jones and like uh, sister played Lisa McDowell and like James uh, 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 John is it John, James James Amos or John Amos uh, James 
James Amos? I, I think he was James Evans. He's John Amos. Yeah. Yes, John Amos. Okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Tracy Morgan, Tiana Taylor. Like they had like all the people I love in this so, fucking movie. Tracy Morgan don't gotta say shit. He <laughs> comes on screen and I laugh. Right. Like right. I love Tracy Morgan. So I, I watched it and I I so this is what I took from it, right? It is a celebration of the original. Mm-hmm. It to me, it's in a similar vein to like the Bill and Ted movie, um, to the uh, which I also Jay and Silent, enjoyed. Yeah, to the Jay and Silent Bob movie. It's kind of a celebration of the original, and like we're gonna get all these people back. We're gonna get these people back while we can get these people back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and like I just thought it was like, oh, this is a celebration of the original, and we're gonna celebrate all these ideas, and we're gonna celebrate how great this original movie was. Yeah. Um, you know, listen, there's a good like five minute chunk of this of a an hour and forty two minute movie that is just scenes from the original fucking <laughs> <For> the- movie. <laughs> They're just playing there's- shit like they in the club. They're just playing shit yeah. from the old one. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> there is literally a piece of the movie where um. The uh his, the uh Jermaine Fowler, who's the um essentially the main character, Lavelle, uh where the the sister who's like his stylist or whatever, mm-hmm. um, who he falls in love with, she um she just like retells the original movie to yeah. him and they just fucking play clips just, of the movie. Just a montage of the yeah. original. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm cool with this. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Um I had a good time watching it. And I understand there's criticisms. Listen, there's stuff I watched. I was watching it and I was like, oh, wow, this doesn't like there's one scene where um, uh, Lavelle is talking to his to Eddie Murphy's like uh, daughter who would be the inheritant of the, you know, who would inherit the uh, the um, she would be queen if she didn't find him like his oldest daughter. And they're where they're trying to get like the the whiskers from the lion and like they're plotting yeah there's a whole scene in that that is completely reshot and it looks bad like the cgi Mm. you can tell like it's a like they literally probably shot it maybe during quarantine because it's just like oh it's a green screen behind him and he's standing there and like her hand is like digitally placed in there while he just talks he just runs a line Mm -hmm. and i was like oh wow that looks kind of bad um there's little shit like that. There's a lot of ADR, like of like people talking who are like you're seeing the back of their head, and it's mm-hmm. just like them t- saying lines. It's all like, oh, you can tell like that was all put in later and all that kind of right. shit. Um, there's a bunch of jokes that are that way too, um, and it is what it is. But I really had fun with it. I think um, the chemistry uh, between uh, Lavelle and I want to get her name, Namzamo Mbatha. Their chemistry is amazing in this. I right. think their chemistry tells more of the like the relationship between the two of them than the actual script did. Right. Right. Like I got the feeling from jump when he she like comes in to like cut his hair, like the look on his face like sells more like, oh, she's fine. Like mm-hmm. that sells more than even the script does selling the story of them two being together. Their chemistry is really good together. Um and so like that 
sold so i i think there's a lot i think the performance in this are really good i love leslie jones in this and i'm not even a huge leslie jones fan yo listen i were talking about that uh when we were kind of like watching it as we were watching it but then also like unpacking the movie after leslie jones when i i've not also i've uh she she won me over uh because i love snl so she mm-hmm. won me over you know during her stint on snl she's she's fucking fantastic in this shit yes. <laughs> you know what i'm saying she's like mad funny in this shit and every scene that she's in she's so over the top but she like she's like magnetic like she's in the room or in a scene you're like looking at her yeah you know what i'm saying she and i i've also you know not been like a super fan of hers in the past but yeah she's like killing it in this shit yeah and see that was part when i saw like people were talking i was like oh man i wonder if it's like you know because like you said she could be really over the top and sometimes i think she's too over the top mm-hmm. and i was like oh man i wonder if that but i think she's fucking amazing in this like i think she's really good um you know eddie's great in this and he has like a really um especially after like the first like 20 minutes he plays more of a background role in this movie right, right. um and i think he's really good in it i think the themes are really well done in this um, his daughters are great, um, specifically his oldest daughter. They're great. Wesley Snipes is amazing in this. <laughs> Yo, Wesley Snipes as a comedic actor. This this role, and he played uh, another Eddie, Eddie Murphy film in uh, My Name Is Dolomite. Mm-hmm. He played uh, the director Derville Martin. He's like crazy as a comedic actor. Yes, he's yeah. He's I think. Like, He's so good. I think we've we've lost years of like how great he could have been in more comedic roles. Yeah, he's because he's 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 wonderful. Like he's really wonderful in 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 that. And my name is Dolomite. And in this, I think he's really good. Um, you know, I think it's I think it's really well done. Dog, you bring Randy Watson out at the end. I'm. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm all in. I like. Right. I was all in for it. Um, I, I listen, man. I, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, I think there like so. Ten years ago, I think it plays even a little better because it's kind of hard to be like, hey, uh, you know, you're 31 years old, and now you know. Like, like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? That kind of thing of like, oh, you're a 31 year old. I haven't been in your life for 31 years type thing. That kind of, if you get them at like 18, 19, maybe 20, that's right. a different, you know, it's a different movie. You know what I mean? I think it plays a little different. Um, The, the being 31 kind of like, ugh. but mm-hmm. you had to like to be correcting time and all that kind of stuff. It right, was 31 right. years ago. So right. it works. Um, But, uh, I, I loved it. I, I really think it's really good. It's fun. I think if you go in with the idea that you're like, oh, it's a celebration of the original. That's what it mm-hmm. is. Um, I, I think I don't mean to cut you off. I no, think no, no, also um, what people are maybe kind of missing is that this shit is campy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't think that um, black films often are given that grace. 
or not even grace because it's not grace it's like understanding what the film actually is and its intention i think that people a lot of times black folks um we are so uh I think that it's twofold. I think that we're we're really good about celebrating black film and supporting black film, but then also I think that we're like super hypercritical of black film and that um we don't allow campy films to be campy. Like we'll see a thing that's a campy thing that's meant to be camp and ironic and all of that and be like, "Oh, that's trash" or "Oh, that's that's silly." It's supposed to be silly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wesley Snipes comes in in uh in coming to America. He comes in with his troops and Michael Blackston is in it. Michael Blackston yes. is like yeah. doing like the the introduction to Wesley and uh Wesley comes in, he's uh you know got his like he's a head of state and he's got his troops with him and they're doing uh like the HBCU like the step in dance as they come in. It's supposed to be campy and silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I feel like motherfuckers are taking the the camp factor and like the silliness of it and being like, oh, this is a bad movie. It was mm-hmm. like, nah, it's it's doing what it's supposed to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's also beautiful. Right. Uh costuming and uh, you know, what shots we have of like real, like outside, like out, you know live footage of like real world is and even like set design is amazing um you know it, it's it's gorgeous to look at um yo his uh lavelle's outfits um the outfit he's wearing when he goes to uh cut the whiskers off the the joint the white john mm-hmm. fucking shit is sharp fire fucking yeah, fire the and then the black john the black and gold that he was gonna get married in was amazing Talk. Like Leslie Jones came on screen at one point and was like garbed up and had like the mm-hmm. tall like gele and shit in the purple joint. Yeah, I gasped. She looked go- so good. You know what I yeah. mean? Like this shit. And there's you know, not to get into like a talk on like representation or like whatever, but you know, I love seeing that seeing like mm-hmm. these black folks like embracing like African culture. There's a whole conversation to be had and Twitter never lets us forget. There's like a whole conversation about how uh black folks in the diaspora, you know, uh engage continental African culture and I think it's valid. But I also fucking love looking at these black folks like garbed up and shit. Like it's 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 fucking fly. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just and it you know I thought that, uh, you know, they missed some marks in this, like any yes. fucking film. What yes. film is perfect? You know what I mean? But I think they also hit a lot of this shit, and it feels good. It's not mean-spirited. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of comedy today is, like, mean-spirited mm-hmm. at its core. It's celebratory. It's fun. Even the end of it, <laughs> Liz, uh fell asleep while we was watching, like, the very end of the shit. And she was like, yo, what happened at the end? I was like, dog, I'm not sure because I was a little sleepy too. But they ended up having like a party and they danced. (laughs) And it was fun. And Wesley wasn't mad at Eddie anymore. (laughs) Like he wasn't exactly anymore. They was like, let's let's wrap this thing up and get the fuck out of here. And they had a dance, a whole fucking dance routine. And it was fucking fun. And I felt good. 
thought they brought the twins out from the original. Right. Like, I listen, right. man, I, I had fun with it. Like, I had fun with it. And I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it looked really good. Um, you know, I thought it was like a celebration of the original. And that's how I took it. And like that's how I ran with it. Um, and, you know, there's a little story in there, too. But, like, very much like... You know, the Bill and Ted joint and uh, um, the Jay and Silent Bob joint, where it's just like, yo, this is a celebration of these these classic movies. Um, and, you know, you're never going to be able to redo the fucking coming to America. Like, it's just not like, you know what I mean? One thing, yo, them dudes in the barbershop got to be like 120 because they was old and <laughs> fucking 80. Because it was old as hell when we was little kids. Yeah. So... They gotta be like a hundred, you know what yeah. I mean? Easy. So I don't know who cut who they cut hair. Like there's right. no way. They was uh, trying to hire uh, sis. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like yeah, she came in here about working. I was like, she gonna cut hair in there with y'all, man. <laughs> but like, I love the the gentrification joke of like him going like, yo, my you know my aunt brownstone worth four million dollars now. Right. Like you know what I mean? Right. right. <laughs> so. I, listen, I think it. I had fun with it. I really enjoyed it, um, and I thought it was it was a fun celebration of the original, um, and that's what I needed from it. I didn't need it to be like the the next, you know, the next coming to America because somebody is making that somewhere right now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like somebody's making the next crazy comedy um, that you know is telling this fish out of uh, water series, like yeah. like thing so story. like I, I think story yeah. yeah so i think it's you know it's someone's making that somewhere i didn't need this to be that i needed this to be a ce- 30 years later it's not going to be the same thing it's going to be a celebration of this story and that's what right. i felt that's what i got from it yeah man so, i i thoroughly enjoyed this shit um so yeah come to america is it's on amazon if you if you're not a fucking killjoy <laughs> you don't want to watch it you know what i'm saying you know whatever it's your life fucking yeah. fucking watch the movie eddie murphy's in it eddie murphy's a fucking genius and we still got him on earth yeah go fucking watch this movie exactly let's celebrate that um also another uh streaming movie uh that came well documentary that came uh recently um is i got a story to tell biggie i got a story to tell yeah um, that is i think is a really 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 well done documentary uh on biggie yeah um i think it tells a lot of his origin story that we don't really get a ton of in a lot of the, in a lot of the stuff we've gotten before about big yeah so i'll say this and i, I was thinking about this earlier uh before we got on uh to to record biggie passed in he passed him in nine seven yeah yeah yeah. march of nine seven yeah so decades ago you know what i mean he passed and there have been films made about him biopic you know a dramatic series about his murder documentaries many many youtube videos all of this other stuff so what else could you say about yeah. this person? He's been documented. This film, and I knew I knew this film was going to go places that the other ones didn't when the trailer came out and I saw footage that I had never seen before yeah. of Biggie, right? So, like, you know, we've all seen, 
you know, his last interview and, you know, the, the interview he did on Sway and Tech where he was freestyling. We mm-hmm. there's like with the, the joint where he's uh out battling out on the street, you know what I mean, battling the boy uh Supreme or whatever. We've seen all of this footage. I knew this documentary was gonna be, you know, something different when the trailer leaked or the trailer came out and I saw footage I had never seen. And I say that to say that uh you know, they talked with his family members. They talked with musicians who were influential to him in his life and his inner circle, who's been in all the documentaries. And they really touched on, you could tell that they were intentional about getting aspects of his story that hadn't been, you know, run run through the mud like yes. we've, we've heard a million times before. Yeah, um, I think he does a great job of focusing on like him as a younger kid growing up, um, and where a lot of those, um, a lot of his ideals, and a lot of like who he becomes, um, like hammer a lot of that in and get so you can see a lot of that, right? Um, because so much is, you know. He's only on Bad Boy for like four years, mm-hmm. really. Um, so to tell the story of like him on Bad Boy is like four years out of like a 20-something-year-old's life. Um, you know, it does a great job of talking about like him going to uh, Jamaica as a kid and them spoiling him. Yo, his grandmother for like 98 looks amazing. Um, they, show, they show his grandmother in Jamaica and she's like 98 years old and she looks amazing to be Crazy. 98. Um, you know, they talk a lot about, like they get into like his mom's story a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And she gets to talk about her and, um, you know, I think like the founding elements of who he was is really important. It talks about like um, the dude Ali who believed in him. Um uh-huh. And even though like he was in he was in the streets like that, was telling him like, yo, you have this ability. We, you know, you get on, we all get on. You know, right. we you win, we all win. Right. Um so I think it does a great job of that. And, you know, like you said, it shows a lot of footage that we hadn't seen before. You get to hear some like recordings of like when he's like 13, 14 years old. Shit that um, I never heard before. Yeah, none of that. Crazy. Um you know, the jazz musician whose name's escaping me right now that he was friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's talking about like, oh, like I was trying to get him to like get into jazz. And like, you know, if you listen to him rhyme, he sounds like a jazz drummer. Mm-hmm. And like, and then they're like showing it like somebody playing the drums and big rhyming. And like he's hitting like he'd be hitting the snare. Like it yeah. is. um it is a very, 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 very well done documentary, and it doesn't loom too much. I mean, it starts with like his uh, the hearse being driven into Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and then it ends that way because you know you wrap the story like that. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't like carry this gloom over it through the whole thing. Um, it shows like it shows a lot of light in it, and I think mm-hmm. that's really important. Um, it shows how close like D rock and C's were to him. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important uh, when you're doing these kind of documentaries about like people who pass, like we've talked about this before with uh, the, the Tupac stuff, having um, shock talk about Pac. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
I think it's really important to have these people who knew these people for a length of time and who really intimately know these people. Um, like they talk about, well, faith, um, they're talking to faith and faith talks about like, I think the only two times I've really seen him get real emotional was when he talked about Ali passing and when he talked mm. about Pac passing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like if you're not if you talk to like, oh, we're talking to this person, it doesn't really get into that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I think when you get to talk to people who know people intimately, you get like these real things from people. And I think that's really important to convey emotion mm-hmm. um, in your storytelling. And um, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really, really well done. And I've seen a million, like you said, I've seen a million of these little things on Big or um, on, on a bunch of other rappers. And I think this is done really well. Um I think we can start wrapping up. Uh, did you listen to anything new this week? Yeah. Uh, Drake put out a record. Yes. <laughs> and I listened to yes. that shit. Um, yeah, Drake uh, dropped Scary Hours 2. Um, I, man, I love Drake. You know what I'm saying? This shit, there was nothing on this where I was like, man, I, this is the thing. Um, and I, this memory just popped up in my uh, Facebook um either yesterday or, or 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 today when uh when Drake put out um the joint uh when niggas was doing like Kiki will you love me like when that shit came out um I was still in the wheelchair mm-hmm. right and me and you were talking about it and I was like man uh when Drake when Drake put some this is right before that record came out. I was like, man, I hope uh Drake album is bullshit. I hope he don't put out <laughs> no fucking bangers because y'all niggas gonna be in the club having fun and I'm stuck in a wheelchair. I hope I hope your summer is ruined and Drake don't put out <laughs> no good music. There's nothing on this record that would make me feel that same way. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing on this joint where I was like, man, you know, I wish the clubs was open. You know what I'm saying? This joint, and I get it, you know, there's no like really like pop shit on here. He's just like on his like in his rhyming bag. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of it wasn't like compelling to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like the joint with him and Ross. Yes, Lemon Pepper freestyle. Yeah, yeah, but the other joints, I was just like, it was just like whatever for me. I really like what's next. Right, right. I really like what's next. The joint with Lil Baby, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think it's anything super special. Um, I know what's next got leaked, and I think the other joint got leaked too. Mm. Uh, not Lemon Pepper, the other one. Right, right. Um, those two, I think, got leaked. Um, so I think it was kind of a situation where it was like, you know what? If it's kind of out there already, fuck it. Like, here, you could take these joints. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think it's kind of a situation where they're spares. They might have been joints that were getting cut off the album. Yeah. And so he was like, you know what? Here, I'll put it out. Y'all can fuck with it. Right. Um, it isn't any, like, it isn't like he didn't release the pop joint on here or anything like that. Um, he released, like, you know, here, these joints, are, I'm in my rhyming bag, specifically the, I mean, the Lemon Pepper joint, with 48 bars or some shit like that. Right. Like, it's... right. You know what I mean? He rhymes for like three minutes straight and shit. So, um, you know, it's I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed those two joints. The other joint is it is what it is. Um, but like those two, the what's next in the uh, lemon pepper joint, I really like. Um, 
And like I said, I honestly I feel like it spares. It's shit that's probably gonna was probably gonna get cut off the album. Yeah. That he was like, yo, here, you can have this. Yeah, even I, I said that the list, like, um, I'm listening to him rhyme. I was like, shit sound like old shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or like shit that he he, you know, had in the tuck. You know what I mean? He just threw out there. So I'm not trying I'm not judging him harshly on it. He he yeah. he gotta give me an album with some shit on it. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I think. Like I said, I think uh, I think this is so so certified lover boy was supposedly done. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "Well, I wanted to make some more tweaks to it." And then I wonder if it got to the point if he was just like, "I really don't like some of this stuff anymore." Yeah, like you know, you're a creative. Like you know, you get to that point sometimes where you're like, "Well, I mean, I liked this stuff last year. I don't like this stuff as much anymore. So fuck it." And like he may be revamping the whole fucking project and being like, "All right, well, you know what? I was gonna cut these joints. I like these songs. I was gonna cut them off. So here, fucking, we'll just put this shit out." Right. right, you know what I mean. Um, I think that's. I do think that's part of it. I think it was a situation where it was like, you know what, I I, I was gonna cut these joints off the album, so I'm just gonna drop these joints. A, it gets people talking. Right. You know what I mean. Keeps my name in their mouth. Um, he did a huge dump on so on uh on like Instagram, like he's posting a bunch of pictures and he's doing this, that, and the third that. Like he probably was like, "Oh, I'm gonna put this up. People will talk for a little while, and that gives me it buys me another month or two till I put this record out." Because, you know, we live in an age where people just drop shit, bang, 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 bang. Mm-hmm. He hadn't dropped in a while, so it was like, you know what? I'll drop a couple, a couple joints I was gonna cut anyway. Yeah, this this almost you know makes I mean? me more, uh, you know, in in like more anticipation for the album because this didn't do yeah. it for me. So I'm like, yeah, this the appetizer. Yeah, I'm like, all right, you gotta, you gotta hit us with some shit. Yeah, just the appetizer. Yo, here, you know, here's some bread for the table. Shit, like he's, these are Cheddar Bay biscuits. These are Cheddar Bay biscuits. We gonna leave these on the table. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? And then you know we'll come back for it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I like the two joints, but like I'm, I'm ready for an album from him. It's been a minute. We haven't got a, a record from him for a minute. Yeah. So you know, I'm ready for an album. Besides, you know, hopefully. Supposedly we all getting vaccinations by May. You know what I mean? Maybe we could be out this summer. The pen email, I don't know what I weighed, you know, uh the last time I went to my doctors or they were looking at my past medical history, it was like, man, this nigga fucked up. But uh Pen <laughs> Pen emailed me and was like, Yo, dog, you know you can get the vaccine. Come on down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I signed up for one through Jefferson. Jefferson emailed me and was like, you know, you can you, you can get on the list. So I emailed them. They were like, you know, if you hit these criteria, you can get on a list. So I had to fill out a couple like a questionnaire, and I sent that John back. Like, you know, I'm you know I want to get my vaccine, so I'm trying to be out. Yeah. You know, I need you know Draco give us a banger that'll carry for the summer. <laughs> and we just vaccinated in the club. <laughs> We, we vaccinated. We good. You know what I mean? I think that's what I'm going to name this episode. <laughs> vaccinated in the club. Oh, man. Help us out, Drake. Um, Drake Drake and modern science. Help us. Yes, exactly. Help us out so we can have a summer. I'm trying, yes. I'm trying to go to NY and hang out. I want to go. What's your call? Next week is the North London Derby. Mm. Arsenal and Tottenham. I would love to go up there and hang out with, with, with our brother Raj and watch the, the Derby. But... You know, I don't know, man. You know, fucking, he got the baby in the crib anyway. Like, it's just not, it's not a good move. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man, we need, we need to get vaccinated, man, so we can be out here enjoying, you know what I mean, 
Drake and Modern Science help us to fuck out. Right. You know what I mean? But um, other than that, uh, um, I think we can rap. You don't have no other new music, right? No, no, no. That was it. Just the Drake. Okay. Um, I didn't look at the notes. My phone went dead. Like, not dead, but like my phone, my screen went blank. I ain't pull up the notes again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yo, other than that, uh, yo, go to our Vivo channel, subscribe. We have two videos going up this week that are going to be exclusive to the channel. Like, they're not going to be nowhere else. Um, and one of them is an interview, uh, with a director. Um, so, uh, that's not going to be, we're not going to have the interview on audio format just for people to listen to. So the only place you're going to be able to see it is on our Vivo channel. So go right now. Uh, the link is in our bio on Twitter and in, uh, Instagram, and you can just search serious rap shit Vivo and it comes right up. You can go like and subscribe right there and you see all the videos so we got two videos that are coming out right now um in the next few days that are strictly for the channel nowhere else um and we have a bunch of new content like we said the documentary is going to be there like it's going to be one of the only places you can get that documentary Mm -hmm. so like and subscribe um if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, you can rate and review us right in the app that's really important it really helps us um if not tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend um spread the word uh we have we're serious rap shit on ig and twitter mm-hmm. um you'll go follow us there um that's where you'll see us like posting about what's coming up and what we got going on you can hit up seriousrapshit.com. we got all the merch there we got the john mugs the john tea and the john coffee put some coffee in this john put some tea in this john mugs um, we have hoodies and t-shirts. We have some new stuff coming. We'll have the new logo coming soon. So we'll have new logo tees and hoodies for that. Um, maybe we'll throw a logo on a mug too. Who knows? Um, you know, uh, I'm John. Uh, I'm John. Fuck me. <laughs> you're John. The liber- you're John underscore liberator on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. I'm Indy underscore SRS. I-N-D-I underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Bandcamp Friday just passed, but you can always go to Bandcamp, John Morrison215, mm-hmm. grab some projects from my brother, John Morrison, Gumroad. Is it John Morrison215? Yeah, if you if you go to uh, John Morrison215 and uh, click the buy button, you can buy my uh, ebook on the roots. Do you want more? Yes. I think it also link, uh, there might be a separate link to uh, Bandcamp in there too. Okay, um, and uh, I did some did a couple video edits for our brother uh, Justin Deck Four has a new single dropping uh, at the end of this week when this episode goes up. This new single will be dropping. Uh, Growth may leave me dead. I, I did some edits, so you'll see that I'll be posting those on my personal pages, um, and uh, <clears throat> he'll be dropping that on Bandcamp, so you can go support that too. Um, other than that. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take this rap shit to you.